Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. And somebody put in a request. They wanted me to do a podcast on whether addiction causes narcissism. You know, are these people, do they have addictions? And that's why they become narcissists. What makes the narcissist do what they do? And like I've said in so many other podcasts, the narcissist is extremely, extremely insecure. Okay. That's the root of it. Their insecurity. And why are they so insecure? There could be a number of different reasons why they're insecure. They could never have been validated as a child. They felt like they were out of control when they were growing up. Okay. Maybe they weren't validated. Maybe they didn't get love. Maybe they were a certain type of person that needed that validation because we are all born with a certain personality and our environment molds us to be who we are. Okay. And when you're dealing with a narcissist, they have a very fragile ego. Okay. So that's why a lot of times narcissists always need to have validation from others. That's why a lot of narcissists cheat. They need to feel like they're important. They can have sex with all these different people. It validates them. It makes them think like they're worth something. So many people want them. Okay. They also like to think that they're clever. They're smarter than you. You know, a narcissist gets a certain kind of charge out of knowing that they're fooling you. Like somebody said, you know, narcissists are in their own sense of distorted reality. No, they're not. Narcissists know what they're doing. Okay. They know when they're lying. They know when they're manipulating. They know when they're cheating. They know what's the truth and what's not the truth, but they will gaslight you so much that you will think that they actually believe that. And, and behind your back, they're actually chuckling and laughing behind your back because they know exactly what they're doing. Okay. Their goal is to confuse you. And in confusing you, it makes them feel superior. Oh, look at you. You can't see what's really going on here. Oh, look at you. You don't know the game. You don't know that it's a dog eat dog world. And that's why you're going to get run down. Okay. They feel that you're naive. They're smarter than you. And the more that you sit there and question that narcissist about what they did or something like that when they're gaslighting you, the more the narcissist sees that you're not focused, okay? This is why I tell people all the time, when you're dealing with a narcissist, stop second guessing, you know, your own truth. You have to look at the facts and stick to the facts and not sway, okay? This is what narcissists want you to do. They want to create a cognitive dissonance where you second guess what's the truth, okay? And, and the way they do that is a narcissist, like a, a criminal that detectives interview, the way they try to confuse the detectives is they give two truths and a lie, okay? So you know that certain things that come out of the narcissist's mouth are truthful, but then there's the lie, and that's where you sit there and you waver and you say, well, maybe they're telling me the truth because the other two things they told me is the truth when in fact they're not. Okay. So you've got to, you know, you've got to sharpen your brain and, you know, stay focused to the matter at hand and not necessarily what the narcissist is telling you. If they're not clear, if they're not concise, if they give you a lot of word salad, 
Ding, ding, red flag. They're not answering the question concisely. And why is that? Because they don't want to take accountability. So what narcissists do is they constantly deflect. And how do they deflect? They flip the blame on you. I tell people this, this is a major, major red flag that you are dealing with a narcissist. They're going to flip the blame on you. When you start calling them out on something, they're going to do one of two things. They're either going to stonewall you, run out the door, or they're going to come at you and accuse you of what they're doing. Okay. So it's all about, you know, not taking accountability, but when we get back to the matter at hand, is this an addiction? The thing is this, a a narcissist has what we, you know, can consider like a fractured soul. They don't feel complete. They don't feel whole. They never feel satisfied. And this is what confuses people too, because they feel like, you know, I've done everything for this person. I look good. I'm nice to them. I go out of my way for them. And it's just not enough. They always have something to say, or they're always looking for something else. That's because the narcissist themselves are fractured. They have a fractured ego. So nothing you do is going to make that person feel, you know, whole. And the irony in all this is so many people go to therapy because the narcissist has gaslit them so much. The narcissist has broke down their self-esteem that they go to therapy thinking there's something wrong with them when it's really the narcissist who needs therapy because they're the ones who can't own something. They're the ones who can't take accountability and face shame, but they take all of that and they put it on you, okay? That's why when you're with a narcissist, you will never be happy because they're not happy. You will never make them happy. The only one that can make a narcissist happy is themselves to be able to introspect into themselves into themselves and realize that there's something wrong, that they're not able to appreciate what they have. They can't appreciate let, you know, not being a millionaire or not having the best looking partner or not having a hundred people to sleep with or something like that. You know, they're always thirsty, thirsty for things. They're thirsty for sex. They're thirsty for money. They're thirsty for admiration. And the different type of narcissists go about it in different ways to get that ego boost. Okay. Again, We're talking about an insecure ego. So a lot of people sit there and they say, why do they want to hurt me so much? It's not so much that they want to hurt you. They want supply, okay? A narcissist is constantly trying to get an instant high, okay? They're very impulsive. That's why, you know, if they see something that, they want, they're going to go after it and they don't care who it hurts because of their impulses, because they have that need, you know, to, to feel happy, that minute of happiness, that oxytocin in their brain of whatever will give them some kind of happiness. Death to a narcissist is boredom. And I had a woman comment on one of the posts and she said, you know, she went to, a. uh, a funeral for her boyfriend's brother. And right after the funeral, he had this need to have sex with her. Okay. And she's like, I just don't understand it. He should be mourning his brother. And 
he was like looking to have sex and everything like that because maybe he was trying to, you know, subdue that pain inside himself. So he needed to, he needed that instant gratification. So he was looking for something to give him a high, okay, to fill him up, to make him feel better because he was feeling low inside. But the problem is we, a lot of times you don't realize this is going on with the narcissist because they don't tell you a lot of times, especially covert narcissists, they don't tell you that they're, you know, upset or, you know, they, they're unhappy about something. A lot of them pretend, oh, everything's great. Oh, I have a great life. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so wonderful. When in fact they're miserable. Okay. Because they put on a false image. They want people to think they're great. Again, it comes back to that fragile ego, that insecurity that they have. Okay. And it's all also rooted in jealousy. Narcissists feel jealousy towards people that have better than them, okay? They feel like, well, why should they have better than me? What, what makes them so much better than me, okay? Or they feel that they got cheated, you know, in their life and, and they feel that they're going to get what they got to get. And, you know, if I'm not going to do it, somebody else will. So, you know, nobody's going to screw them over. And this is why a lot of narcissists cheat as well, because they don't trust. So if they can't trust you and they're so, they have this fragile ego that you're going to cheat on them, they're going to cheat on you first so that if you cheat on them, they don't feel so bad. They could sit there and laugh, laugh and say, well, you know, I got over on you. You know, I, I, I cheated on you already. So it doesn't really matter if you cheated. Okay. They're so worried about somebody getting over on them. Okay. So, you know, a narcissist wants to win. They have this thirst to want to win. They want the best. They want the best cars. They want the best house. They want the most money. They're never satisfied. And nothing you do will change that. And is it an addiction? Yes, it's an addiction for praise. It's an addiction to make themselves feel better. It is an addiction to boost up their ego so that they feel like they're important. So understand this. When you're dealing with a narcissist, you've got to look at this person and say, they're very insecure. They're very insecure. When somebody puts you down, you guys, and they give you a criticism out of nowhere, all right, they slight you or they're sarcastic or they make a backhanded comment or something like that, that is all jealousy. That is all jealousy, okay? There's something about you that they are jealous about. So to make themselves feel better, they got to rip you down and they don't care that the fact that they're hurting you, they don't care the fact that they're hurting anybody else because a narcissist only thinks about themselves. They're self-absorbed, they're selfish, okay? That's why I tell people all the time, when you get involved with somebody, notice how bending they are when they don't get their way, okay? And a narcissist in the beginning will be accommodating because they're trying to win you over. They haven't gotten you. And this is what fools people. And they say, oh, well, you know, they wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. They can't be a narcissist or something like that. That's because it's the beginning. If it's six months or longer down the line, are they still bending to do something that they don't want to do? Narcissists don't want to go out of their way. They don't want to be burdened. 
That's why they don't want to deal with sick people. That's why if you ever got terminally ill with a narcissist, they could be outright cruel to you. And I've seen it happen, you guys. I knew people that had cancer and had a partner that was putting them down, criticizing them, everything when they were going through chemotherapy. I've seen people that were with narcissists that dropped them the minute that they got sick, okay? They have no empathy. They don't want to be burdened. A narcissist constantly has an addiction to feel good, okay? Anything that will make them feel good. And that's why this brings me to my next point when, when you have a narcissistic parent, okay? Or you're co-parenting with a narcissist, you're going to find that if you have to co-parent with a narcissist, you're going to be the one doing everything for those kids. Why? Because the narcissist doesn't want to get their hands dirty. They don't want to have to do the grunt work when it comes to kids. Homework, taking a kid to school when they're sick, taking them to the doctor, uh, you know, speaking with teacher conferences, or, you know, having to entertain a, a child and not be able to do what you want and not have your freedom because your children come first. Narcissists won't do that. They're selfish. They only want to be around with the children when it's fun times, going out and doing something fun, or when they want to parade the children and make like they're the great parent and have everybody think that they're the great parent. But the point of it all is they don't want to do things that don't make them feel good. They don't want to sacrifice. And this is why you can't be in a, a good relationship with a narcissist because they don't compromise. They don't sacrifice. They have one way of doing it and that's their way. And if you don't, you know, comply with it, you're going to be met with either fighting and argument, arguing, or if you're dealing with a covert narcissist, they're going to freeze you out. Okay. They'll sit there on the couch. They won't talk to you for hours. And how do I know? Cause I lived with it for over 13 years. And so I know what it is at the time. I didn't know what it is, but now I can pinpoint it. You name it. All right. Because I've dealt with so many covert narcissists in my life all around me, you guys. So I could spot them in a second. So the point I'm trying to make is yes, they have this addiction to want to feel better. Because here's the thing, they basically are miserable people, okay? And nine times out of 10, they're miserable because they had a miserable parent, all right? I'm just gonna say it. A lot of people are gonna come back at me for this, but poor parenting is a large reason why these people are miserable and they become narcissists. It's not, it's not completely for everybody because people could have crappy parents and still be a wonderful person. But for the narcissist and their makeup of who they are dealing with, you know, toxic parents or something like that, they become sometimes a miserable person and they become narcissistic and they have this addiction to feel better. Okay. So, you know, basically it all stems back again. I'm going to say it, their ego, they were never validated. They never had control in their childhood. They never felt in control, whether they came from a, a toxic home or whether they were the golden child that was entitled to be able to do what they wanted. They never felt like they had control of their environment. So yes, it's like an addiction that they need that control later on and they want to control you. Okay. 
And that's why even when you break up with a narcissist, they keep coming back like fleas. Okay. They keep coming back. They still want to control you. They still want to hold on to you. They still want your attention. You know, you'll hear from them. They'll hoover you months down the line, even years down the line. I just had somebody hoover me after three years. Okay. And then had the nerve to say that I never gave the relationship a chance when they did so many dirty things, all right? It's a joke. I love the way they flip it on you and make it like, well, the relationship didn't work out because you know you didn't give it a chance. They're a joke, okay? They just flip it on you because they don't wanna take accountability. They don't wanna take shame. They, you know, deep down, even though they put on this false persona, they're so confident, you know, they got this. You know, they take charge of a room if they're an overt or grandiose narcissist, but it's all a facade, you guys, because if you ever had to lean on that narcissist, they're not there for you. They, they disappear, they ghost, or they make excuses. So don't be fooled by that fake confidence. When you think narcissist, you got to think insecure addiction for a praise for approval, for validation. They're trying to fill up that tank inside them to feel important, okay? And, you know, it would take deep, deep therapy. People say, well, can a narcissist be fixed? Not likely, okay? And why is that? Because narcissists won't introspect and look deep into themselves as doing anything wrong. So a lot of people come back and they say, you know, you talk about how narcissists are all around and everything, but it's only one to 5% in the world. One to 5% that have been diagnosed, okay? A lot of narcissists are not gonna go to therapy because they don't won't acknowledge that they have anything wrong with themselves. They're gonna gaslight and they're gonna flip it on you and say, you're the problem. They're gonna go to a therapist with you and they're gonna play innocent or they, if they're covert narcissists, they're gonna play the victim or they're gonna play like they don't know what's wrong with the relationship when they know what's wrong with the relationship. They can't own it, okay? Because their ego is like a cracked shell and they just can't stand another hammering and facing shame. So yes, it is an addiction for that praise, for them to feel better. And, you know, they're just not a complete person. They are a damaged person. I don't know how else I can explain this better. They are damaged people, you guys. And the reason they can't be fixed, you can only fix something if you can acknowledge and see the problem, but a narcissist, a true narcissist will never acknowledge their problem. They will never introspect and look at themselves as having anything wrong with themselves because of that fragile, insecure ego, okay? It's a no win, no win situation when you're dealing with a narcissist. You have to distance yourself if you can or you gray rock them and speak only on the facts with them. If you have to co-parent with them, you text them and you, you keep it very business-like. You don't get your emotions into it. 
you know, just issues with regard to the children. That's it, okay? And you document everything because a narcissist will try to get back at you in court. How do I know? I've seen it, okay? So anyway, wrapping up this podcast about, you know, is addiction the cause of narcissists? Basically, yes, it's an addiction to get that ego that preys. They are, they, they need that constant fix to feel important because they are miserable, miserable people deep down inside. And they're always trying to do something that's going to make them feel better. Okay. I also want to add one other thing. When we talk about addiction causing narcissism, you got to understand this. A lot of narcissists are addicted to sex. They're addicted to drugs. They're addicted to alcohol and they're addicted to admiration and praise. Okay. So a lot of narcissists that you meet can be sex addicts. A lot of narcissists that you meet will drink. Okay. To numb themselves or they'll do drugs to numb themselves. So they constantly are miserable and they're trying to make themselves feel better. And they, you know, will use sex, drugs, alcohol, to, you know, push down those terrible feelings that they feel inside and they need that fix to feel better. Okay. A lot of people don't understand this. And this way also they can blame whatever they do on the drugs and alcohol. They use that as an excuse to, to why they cheated. Oh, I was drunk or, you know, why they don't take accountability. Oh, you know, I was high or something like that. All right. They're constantly, constantly using these things to, you know, to feel better because they feel so low about themselves. So I hope that helps you. If it does, please hit the subscribe button and please share the podcast, you guys, and have a wonderful day. If you guys are having a problem in your dating or relationship, or you're dealing with somebody maybe that's narcissistic, you don't know if they're a narcissist, or you're just having problems, you're in a toxic relationship, and you need some clarity on it, go to the link in the podcast description for my website where I offer email and phone coaching. If you have a quick question, just a quick question, and you wanna get a video sent back to you answering your question, there's also a link there for Vizio, where I will send you a personalized video answering your question. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz, and I want to tell you about my two books on Amazon. The first book is Regain Your Power. It's all about power and relationship. Who has the power in the relationship? And it goes into all of that, okay? The other book is Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time, okay? Check it out. It gives you a lot of good clues as to whether you're with somebody who's a real one or somebody who's just going to waste your time. You could read them both with Kindle's free trial membership. So check it out. Link is in the podcast description. Hi, you guys. I just want to let you know that the game exposed now has their merchandise available. Check out the link in the bio 
and you could go check it out. There's cool hoodies, cool sweatpants, cool hats. So go to the bio for the link. And also, don't forget to follow me on Facebook at the game exp one two three, and also on Instagram, the game exp one two three. Okay, and have a great day. Thank you.